great uh, story. If you're a CEO of a company and you're looking for uh, a way to grow your business, to ex- uh, sort of expose your business globally, well, the African Hidden Champions Initiative seeks out and showcases the unique growth stories of exciting African companies that are secretly building up the muscle of global, global leadership. The stories are focused on attracting local and international investments and growth support for these companies. For such an incredible initiative, though, there needs to be partners who assist in ensuring that these companies are showcased and then given the support they need to be profiled, but also supporting growing and sustaining their business models. Hmm. Locally, companies like Twiga Foods and Cellulant have been profiled. The aim of African Hidden Champions has been to showcase companies across the continent, and they've done that from north, east, south, and west. On the phone this morning, we have Yasmin Kumi, the founder of the Africa Foresight Group and creator of African Hidden Champions, and chief coordinator for the African Development Bank, one of their partners, Thomas Viot. Um, hmm. So we'll start with you, Thomas. Maybe just give us a breakdown of what uh, of the history of AFDB or the Africa Development Bank. Glad to be here. So let me tell you that the African Development Bank Group is the continent's foremost multilateral development institution. We were established in 1964, and our main mandate is to fight poverty, promote sustainable, sustainable development, and social progress in Africa. By the end of last year, 2022, we had accumulated uh, investment worth $186 billion on the continent. And last year alone, we approved 284 operations for an amount of 8.2 billion US dollars. So we have a huge financial uh, footprint on the continent. We are rated triple A by all major credit agencies that give you um, an idea of the credibility of the institution. And 60% of our shares are held by African countries. Our strategy currently is to promote inclusive, inclusive growth and uh, across age and gender and geography and uh, to promote gradual transition to green growth. So that includes climate change, uh, better management of natural resources and sustainable development. Wow, that's really cool. Uh, What have been some of the company milestones like over the past decade or so? Yeah, the last 10 years have been incredibly important for the continent. Africa has recorded some of the world's strongest rates of economic growth. But at the same time, we still have challenges. Many African economies continue to function well below their full potential, and structural transformation is needed to create jobs, poverty, reduce poverty, and uh, meet the sustainable development goals. So at the bank, to achieve these challenges over the last uh, 10 years, we've had five priorities to achieve these SDGs. These are Feed Africa, Light Up Africa, Industrialize Africa, Integrate Africa, and Improve the Quality of Life for the People of Africa. So under Feed Africa alone, over the last 10 years, more than 74 million Africans have benefited from our projects, improved agricultural technologies, food security. Light Up Africa, we have mobilized 12 billion US dollars. And through these investments, more than 30 million people have gained access to electricity. You can imagine how their lives have changed for it. Uh, under the industrialized Africa priority, more than 9 million people have access, uh, have gained access to private financing thanks to the African Development Bank. And you know that access to finance can change lives of the people. Um, under our Integrate Africa uh, priority, we have developed uh, sustainable infrastructure for millions of residents. And under the Improve the Quality of Life for the People of Africa, Since 2015, we have supported projects that have given access to 43 million people access to water and sanitation. 
with all the improvements for health that that entails. Okay, so you mentioned, uh, let's see here, African Hidden Champions as well as African Development Bank. Could you maybe briefly explain a little bit about that relationship and how you work together? I think for us, it's been a wonderful development to bring the African Development Bank into the EHC uh, family, as we like to say, because um, AFDB, as Thomas already outlined, is the most prominent biggest and most active development finance institution in Africa. And for us, it's really about bringing top partners into the network, but also underlying the underlining the African authenticity of, of, of our initiative. And so it was an absolute must have to have AFTB as part of this uh, collaboration. Um, I think we are already seeing uh, why it was so important. Um, as we started working with the African Development Bank, we had a lot of really important discussions about how to define what an African business is or um, how to really broaden our reach across the continent. Because one thing that really um, brings both of our organizations together is also the pan-African thinking. We want to be everywhere and touch every part of the continent. And that's something that really unites us and this is shared DNA. Thanks, Yasmin. Yasmin Kumi, of course, the founder of African Hidden Champions. Maybe I can throw this to either one of you. Why is it so important for African Hidden Champions and the African Development Bank to collaborate? So it's uh, for us, it was clearly a no-brainer to work with them. In a nutshell, it's a great initiative. African Hidden Champions, uh, it was co-founded by Africa Foresight Group and the German Investment Corporation. And what they do is clearly aligned with also what we're trying to do. It identifies African firms with potential for leadership in their sector. And it helps these firms to grow uh, by telling their stories, exposing them to new markets and networks, and providing technical assistance. And it's exactly what we, try, what we are trying to do under our, our own industrialized Africa strategy. And in particular, the objective we have to support the growth of African SMEs and promoting African champions. And why we do that? to create jobs, to alleviate poverty, transfer our technology. Uh, the Africa Hidden Champions, frankly, they have an outstanding track record. Over the last two years, they have become a leading international platform for showcasing and connecting Africa's most promising companies. So what do we do? How do we work with them? So uh, we've been in touch with them for over a year. And we are a bank. So we've mobilized uh, financial support for them uh, to the tune of about uh, 390,000 uh, US dollars. So basically, we provide all our experience to the African Hidden Champion Initiative, and that gives them an opportunity um, for more networks. Uh, we avail our networks, our technical expertise and our renowned leverage across the continent and beyond, so we can open markets in Africa and beyond. Since we started supporting the initiative, we've helped them to scale up, and they already had two flagship events in Nairobi and Cairo. The next one will be in September in Zimbabwe in Victoria Falls. And with our funding, they could build capacity for research, analytics, communications, and that's what we're with you here today, Farid, events management, and even recruit a program coordinator. So the team is beefed up. They have increased capacity. We are very, very pleased to see, to see that. All right, thanks. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to keep uh, Yasmin um, and... Uh 
Thomas on the phone. Uh, we have a few more questions to get through, i.e. The, chap- the achievements of the collaboration in the past three to five years. Uh, and uh, what kind of policy advice and technical assistance does AD- AFDB rather offer the African Hidden Champions once they're uh, uh, highlighted? Capital FM. On the phone this morning, we have Yasmin Kumi, the founder of the African Foresight Group and creator of African Hidden Champions and the chief coordinator of the African Development Bank, Thomas Viot. We were talking a little bit about your collaboration and the work that you're doing together. And I was wondering if you could maybe speak to the achievements of your collaboration in the past three to five years. Um, you know, um, our goal really is to move the African private sector forward in a consolidated fashion. Um, and so uh, we set ourselves a couple of really ambitious goals. I think one is really just around funding. Um, our businesses are very ambitious companies. They are well established in their home markets. Some of them are also multinationally established, but all of them have very stark ambitions when it comes to double digit growth and really creating 10,000s of additional jobs. Um, and so it's important that we showcase how, how the platform uh, allows our African champions to get access to attractive capital, both debt and equity. And of course, AFDB is a funder themselves, DEG, our other partners, also a funder. But we're looking to really build a bigger ecosystem to make sure that, you know, the capital is constantly flowing and being allocated to these amazing businesses. Um, I think we're also very keen on job creation. Um, Of course, it's important that these businesses, as the backbones of our African economies, really thrive and create as many work opportunities as possible. We've set ourselves an ambitious goal there as well. We want to see ideally 100,000 jobs created um, from African hidden champions existing and additional ones we're adding um, in the next five years. And honestly, I think the last bit is really just about changing narratives. The African Development Bank is known for its original thinking around industrialization. But I think there's so much more we can do to bring this into international and global platforms so that everyone starts thinking about the African business sector a little bit differently with a fresher narrative that fits our time. One of the USPs of the collaboration is the fact that uh, together you offer policy advice and technical assistance to the African hidden champions, the companies that are profiled. How does that work? Yep. All right. So uh, clearly an important priority for us is to support enterprise development. Uh, that's a key element of our industrialization strategy. And that includes identifying and supporting regional champions. And that's where the African Hidden Champions uh, resonates very, very well with us. So we're looking for African companies with existing or planned operations in at least 10 countries across various sectors. Why we do that? We want to build uh, internal markets, regional markets in Africa. Uh, we cannot continue importing most of the manufactured goods. We have great potential for regional um, value chains. So what we've already done, we've identified that working with these firms, in fact, is the fastest way to promote uh, industrialization and create jobs. And over the last uh, few years, we've identified over 75 uh, of these potential African champions. And we are talking with them uh, to see how we can support them. What we're trying to do working with African Hidden Champions is to identify these champions earlier in their development process and have them in our pipeline of support and be able to support them financially and technically. So this is for us a great business development opportunity. We are seeing early, early the African champions and we are glad to be talking to them with, their, with this initiative. 
Yeah, that's really cool. And I'm wondering, Thomas, how is African Development Bank a pillar of financial solutions for these uh, companies coming through the Africa hitting champions? Oh, absolutely. I mean, AFDB is a strong brand Sorry. across Africa for the private sector. And I believe that, um, you know, AFDB is known for big deals across yeah. the continent. I but I think um, AFDB has also had, as, as Thomas pre previously mentioned, a strong shift towards um, really unlocking the potential of the SME sector in Africa. And I think that's a very exciting uh, development for, for, for businesses across the continent. I mean, it's now been a few years that AFDB has uh, continued to strengthen that part of, of, of of its business activities. Um, but I think that um, the SMEs we work with are really looking to become large multinationals and so AFDB is that. the perfect partner for them to do that. And they know that. So we are very happy that we can okay. actually bring that onto the table. Okay. But I think aside from that, um, there's also another element that is really of interest to a lot of the businesses, which is to really just connect with like-minded business leaders. And you really have to imagine uh, AHC almost as a tribe and of course, the culture is formed by our partners, AFDB and DG, as well as ourselves at AFG. But um, the big uh, um, aha moment often is when you come to the first event and realize suddenly, oh, there are business leaders all over Africa that are building fast-growing companies with double-digit million-dollar equivalent of revenue who are all looking to achieve the same thing. And there's so much we can do when we work together. Um, so this is all about collaboration and having EFTB as part of that of that journey is absolutely brilliant. Uh, Thomas, what are some of the uh, upcoming projects for the African Development Bank? Right, right. Thanks. Uh, um, I'll answer first on the East Africa Economic Outlook 2023. I think it's very, very important for our listeners today. Um, so let me tell you that report, the East African uh, Development Outlook. Uh, it reviews the economic performance of 13 Eastern African countries, namely Burundi, Comoros, Djibouti, Eritrea, Ethiopia, Kenya, Rwanda, Seychelles, Somalia, South Sudan, Sudan, Tanzania, and Uganda. And it was launched just last week on 27th of July. And what it tells you is that if East Africa will register the highest regional economic performance on the continent in 2023 and in 2024. Uh, the region is going to accelerate its economic growth by to 5.1% in 2023 and even to 5.8% in 2024. Uh, this will be largely driven by growth in Rwanda, Uganda, Ethiopia, Kenya, Djibouti, and Tanzania. That's a huge confidence, confidence boost for the region and investors. So according to our reports, East Africa's real GDP is going to be propelled by its services sector contributing to almost half of the growth. And the sector contributed 2% growth average to GDP. Uh, the region's natural and cultural attractions drew tourists from around the world, creating demand for services, accommodation, food, entertainment. And that's, like has been said, that's changing the narrative around Africa. We want to have the world to have a positive image of Africa. And that's what is happening today in the East African region. Uh, however, the region faces external and domestic downside risks that could affect the positive economic outlook. These include a global economic slowdown, rising commodity prices, the continued Russian invasion of Ukraine, international trade policies, tightening of global financial conditions. So uh, that's for the East African economic outlook. I can tell you about what our priorities are for the next five to ten years, Farid. I'll speak more about um, the industrialization sector. 
Perfect. So for us, a huge opportunity and a huge priority is uh, the Africa Continental Free Trade Area, which came into force uh, a few years ago and creates the world's largest free trade zone. It will be a major area for support of the African Development Bank. And in fact, we are already the lead technical and financial support to the establishment of the uh, Africa Continental Free Trade Area Secretariat and the implementation of the agreement. Another priority for us will be uh, to promote uh, value addition sectors, promoting jobs, especially for women and youth. Female employment will have increased significantly as women will now enter the labor market. That's for us a key priority. Uh, another key sector we'd like to support is the fourth industrial revolution, which is a fusion of all the new technologies. This has the potential to drive the transformation of the continent, developing systems, disrupting every industry and bringing major gains in operational efficiency. The result will be industrial development, digitalization, greater integration of uh, benefits, especially for Africa's youth. We know that one of the great capital uh, that the continent can capitalize on is its youth. And the fourth industrial revolution is a great opportunity for them. Thanks very much, Thomas. And maybe a final question for you, Yasmin. Uh, the use of technology and why it's important to leverage technology, uh, not just with African Hidden Champions and Africa Foresight Group, but just in future for Africa. Oh, a lot. Um, I think what's important to mention here first and foremost at the heart of EHC itself is our wonderful app that will also allow interested followers of our initiative and the work we do to stay connected with what we are doing, get updates about what our hidden champions are up to, um, know about next webinars coming up, etc. So we're living digital at heart. Um, but of course, uh, at, the, at the most uh, important forefront, you have the uh, digital innovation that happens in the businesses themselves. And what is interesting about our network is that we have a very nice balance and diversity when it comes to bringing businesses that have more traditional business models, for instance, manufacturers, uh, but also companies that are way more technology driven in their business model, for instance, fintech companies. And um, we believe at AHC that technology is the future, but we also think that one really important aspect is to really bring those two sides closer together. And um, we have a very exciting technology revolution happening in Africa. We have a lot more digital startups uh, taking the global stage with uh, really big deals happening, exits happening, et cetera. So that's definitely part of our African Hidden Champions community, but it's also companies that uh, into manufacturing and really created off jobs um, with um, blue color, color work, et cetera, right? And if we can bridge the gap between those two, you can only imagine how many exciting innovations that would yield um, because there are so many different levels and layers to technology innovation. Uh, so we're very proud that we can bring these different types of businesses together. And um, we are also always very keen to see how we can be home to new thinking around original te te technology innovations that come out of Africa um, with our businesses being uh, at the helm of them. All right. Thanks once again to Yasmin Kumi, the founder of the Africa Foresight Group uh, and uh, creator of African Hidden Champions and, of course, the chief coordinator for the African Development Bank, Thomas Viot. Thanks very much for joining us this morning. Capital FM.